the return to the playoffs is officially here. Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Dylan's Discourse. I'm Dylan Friedland. I know it's been a while. Haven't made a podcast in quite some time, but I figure special occasion. The Florida Panthers are back in the playoffs. It called for a perfect time to come back out here, make another episode, and just kind of chat about what's been going on with this Florida Panthers team. Game one, starting later tonight against the Boston Bruins. The Panthers just barely snuck into the playoffs with 92 points. They had a chance to play a little bit of easier competition if they could have defeated the Carolina Hurricanes in the final game of the year. Unfortunately, they couldn't get their job done with that. They're going to face the Boston Bruins, one of the best teams basically ever, finishing with 65 wins. Just absolutely incredible. Going to be an unbelievably tough task for the Panthers, who get in as the eighth seed, the second wild card. Looking forward to hopefully watching a series that doesn't end in four games and a series that I think the Panthers might have a chance in. I'm sure lots of people aren't expecting that, but I think they are. And let me get into a few reasons of basically why the Panthers are here right now, why they're the eight seed, and why I think they kind of have a chance in these playoffs. I think you can't go much further and talk about this team without talking about, honestly, some of the heart and soul of this team in Matthew Kachuk. You know, when the trade first happened, with Calgary, and we gave up Huberto, we gave up Uyghur, we gave up that first-round pick, we gave up Cole Schwent. I was skeptical. I came out, I was very scared. I wasn't quite sure how to feel about the trade. And then you look at what both Matthew Kachuk and Jonathan Huberto have done over the course of the season. Matthew Kachuk has come out here, had back-to-back 100-point seasons, and has absolutely dominated the league. He's been absolutely incredible. Jonathan Huberto, on the other hand, He came out and he had one of the biggest drop-offs, I believe the biggest drop-off in NHL history points. To say the trade was not a win for the Panthers would be a complete lie. Bill Zito, you blew my expectations away with what ended up happening with this trade. However, losing Uyghur did hurt. Losing Uyghur, you lost a lot of the good defensive defensemen. We really don't have that on this team right now. That is a big reason why the Panthers are currently in this position where they are the second wild card instead of being the President's Trophy at, like last year. Yes, there's other reasons for that. I'll get into those later. However, Matthew Kachuk has been nothing short of incredible. He leads the team in points. He's done everything for this team. He plays the type of hockey you want to see played. He's not afraid to kind of get gritty with it. And I'm someone who's not honestly the biggest fan of grit when it comes to hockey, but Matthew Kachuk brings the right type of grit while also bringing the skill that he can score and play good hockey. Matthew Kachuk is one of the best players in the NHL right now. He deserves to be in the Hart Trophy finalist conversation. He honestly probably deserves to win it if it wasn't for Connor McDavid being absolutely so incredible. McDavid, yes, he's got a lot of power play points, which honestly plays a role in it. So does Matthew Kachuk, but I think Matthew Kachuk absolutely deserves to be in the Hart finalist conversation. Moving on, you have to talk about Carter Verhage. Carter Verhage absolutely dominated the series against Washington last year with 10 points in six games. Obviously, the game-winning goal, my favorite goal ever scored in the NHL, just because one of the happiest moments ever as a Panthers fan right there. He came out this season, and people weren't sure, would he be able to basically repeat what he's done these previous two seasons? And Carter Verhage said absolutely yes, scoring 42 goals on the season. Just crazy. The first time since Pavel Burry that a Florida Panther has scored over 40 goals in a season. He comes out and he does that, and it's really just great to see kind of the steps that he has made throughout the year. He's just gotten better and better 
as he goes on. He's still amazing defensively. He's got so much skill, so much speed. He just kind of knows where to be, be in the right place at the right time. He's someone that if the Panthers are going to go ahead and beat the Austin Bruins, Carter Verhage is going to be that kind of X factor again. We've seen him dominate the playoffs before. I think we can see him do it again here against Boston. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing him play. Moving on, you've got Alexander Barkov, the captain of this team. The player who's been on this team just forever. It's been absolutely incredible. He maybe didn't start out the season as great as some people thought he could have. He dealt with a couple injury problems throughout the year. However, he has finished the season on an absolute heater. A big reason why the Panthers had that six-game win streak, which propelled them into the playoffs. And I know there's a conversation on Panthers Twitter that kind of goes about how the Panthers need to kind of strip the captaincy away from Barkov. He doesn't play gritty enough. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Barkov has been one of the best players on this team, especially down the stretch. I think he has probably, honestly, maybe been more valuable than Matthew Kachuk. I know that's a hot take. And yes, Matthew Kachuk finished more points than him. Matthew Kachuk gets grittier than Barkov. You might want to say that Matthew Kachuk deserves the captaincy over Barkov, but I truthfully don't think that matters. I don't think you need to. I think the players still really look up to and follow Barkov's leadership. They see what he's doing. Barkov is still so great defensively that he can just kind of do it all. You know, he will always kind of get those Selkie votes as one of the best defensive forward. And he's also just improved his scoring so much. His wrist shot has honestly gotten so much better. He's got a little bit of a sniper ability now. I mean, he scored a couple power play goals where you just don't really know how he's fitting the puck into certain spots. He's one of those players where, once again, you need him to be hot. And playing on a line with Carter Verhage, I really think that Barkov and Verhage are going to go off or at least have the possibility to kind of go off here in the series. If we're going to stay talking about this line, I don't know exactly what type of lines Paul Maurice will stick with. However, we have seen Carter Verhage and Barkov matched up with Anthony Duclair. And Anthony Duclair is another reason why the Panthers could might currently be in this 8th spot right now. He missed so much time at the start of the year. I was really struggling. I wasn't quite sure what type of an impact Duclair was going to make when he came back into this lineup. And he has struggled a little bit. He didn't score, I believe, for 18 straight games. His first goal was the empty net goal that he scored, basically one of the first games he was back. And then he didn't score again until the final game of the regular season. Finally scored in the late, in the late minutes against the Hurricanes. And you really have to hope that that goal is the goal that just opens up the floodgates for Anthony Duclair. He is so valuable to this team. The speed that he brings to everything, he can just blow by defenders, get into the zone easily. He's how you're going to just kind of get into the zone. I would love to see him on the power play because we've struggled on the power play with our zone entries. But Duclair is someone who you need to score. You need to get him on the score sheet. Putting him on the top line with Verhage and Barkov should work. It should do the trick. I really, really hope because without Anthony Duclair, the Panthers are going to struggle. We saw it basically in previous years where last year with Washington and the trap, the trap really limited Anthony Duclair's play where he basically couldn't get into the zone as well. And the Panthers kind of had to hide Anthony Duclair basically on the fourth line. I really hope we don't have to see this again. I really hope Paul Maurice doesn't go ahead and put Anthony Duclair on the fourth line because I think that he is another one of those X-Factor type players. Moving towards the defensive side of things, there's two defensemen I want to kind of lock in on and talk about, and those are Brandon Montour and Aaron Ekblad. First, starting with Brandon Montour. Montour, two years ago in the trade, when we got him, I was one of the critics of the trade. 
realize I've been critical of a lot of things Bill Zito has done, and I really should probably stop doing that so much. However, he is still doubting me at some points, but Brandon Montour, looking back, I hated the trade. The player he has turned into right now, I just do not believe it. The points that he is putting up, his offensive capabilities, the way he's able to jump up on the rush and make plays happen, it's been just absolutely incredible to watch. I would like his defense to get a little bit better, but he is one of those guys where you kind of take the benefits of his offense and you just have to live with the defense a little bit. But his defense isn't terrible that it's making you cry about it because the offense just does make up for it so much. He's been incredible. He needs to keep up this play, even be better during these postseason if the Panthers want to go far. Looking at Aaron Eckblad now, he is that player who has regressed. And it's really difficult to see because Aaron Eckblad was Norris Caliber defenseman before his injury last year. Then he misses a lot of time, comes into the playoffs, struggles a little bit in the playoffs, and then this year has been the struggle boss the entire ride away. When I talked about Mackenzie Weger earlier on, you have to think if Weger is one of those players that really did have a massive impact on Aaron Ekblad and really helped Aaron Ekblad improve. We've seen with Ekblad, you know, his offense has been down a little bit this year, and his defensive mistakes have just been very costly. However, since that Brooks Kepka incident where Brooks Kepka brought the cone, I believe that was the Rangers game where Ekblad just had a terrible giveaway, led to the Rangers coming in the other way and scoring and ending up winning that game. Since then, Ekblad has really kind of turned it on, offensively at least. I don't want to say the same defensively because he's still making mistakes on the defensive end. However, his offense has picked up. This is a Boston team, however, that when facing, you can't make mistakes on defense like Ekblad has made this year. He needs to turn it around. He needs to turn it around super quickly if the Panthers are going to have a chance here. I think he can do it. I don't know who you're going to quite match him up with. Maybe there's a chance where you kind of bring in Mike Benning and see what he's got. You did just sign him to an ELC. See what he's got. I don't see the point in kind of signing him that ELC if you're going to just ride him on the bench this entire time. So I hope Mike Benning does end up getting some opportunity to play in the playoffs because I think it'd be a really great opportunity to see what he's got. And I think he has... Mike Benning will be very good. So whether you pair him up with Ekblad or I don't know how you're going to pair them up, I just really hope that Ekblad can kind of turn it around really quickly. Moving on from those defensemen... Sam Reinhardt is the next player I want to talk to you. Sam Reinhardt, who I've been told is having a down year. You take a look at his stats. He has 31 goals on the year. That does not seem like a down year to me. Yes, Sam Reinhardt misses the net a whole bunch. However, Sam Reinhardt also hits the net a whole bunch. And sometimes you just have to take the bad with the good. His scoring luck, maybe not been the greatest, and he still has scored 31 goals on the season. He's always right in front of that net. He's always getting the puck on his stick. He's always getting perfect opportunities like that. Eventually, those pucks, they find the back of their net. However, you're facing a Boston team with incredible goaltending. And Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman, they just won the Jennings Trophy. You're going to have a very difficult time. Reinhardt, as much as I love you, you need to hit the head net more. 31 goals is incredible. How about scoring some more in the postseason? That's going to be a key to the Panthers winning as well as Reinhardt, and especially on that power play. He's been really hot as of late. His ability to deflect pucks has been awesome on the power play and just overall. Let's see if he can keep doing that. A couple more things I want to just touch on very briefly is Etulo Serenin. Etulo Serenin having an unbelievable year. Just never expected to see him take the jump that he has made. Um, I always thought he'd kind of be hovering around that like third to fourth center range. Nothing truly amazing. He's really stepped it up. 
just absolutely super respect to him. One of the players that Paul Maurice has come in and kind of shaped around and really fixed up a little bit. And I give respect to Paul Maurice. I give respect to Etulo Serena, both of them, for figuring that out, figuring out how he can become kind of a better player overall, and just really glad to see that to see Etulo Serena coming into his own way. Sam Bennett, is he going to play? That is a big question. The Panthers team, when is fully healthy, has been really good. I think we may have only lost one game when fully healthy. However, we have also not played many games when fully healthy. I can't really remember many games where Sam Bennett, Anthony Duclair, Matthew Kachuk, and Alexander Barkov were all healthy. For most of the season, at least one of those players has been out with an injury. It's got to be less than 10 games, I believe, where all of them have been healthy. If Sam Bennett plays... He's another one of those guys who can enter the zone really quickly, has a good shot, who can play in front of the net, and can make some magic happen, where I think he can really change the way that this Panthers run. It also helps you move some depth back, lets you play Etulo Serena and Anton Lundell further back up in the lineup as centers. Having to, making Anton Lundell or Etulo Serena play as the second center, it does make things a little bit difficult. Um, really hoping we can get Sam Bennett back. If he does come back for like game three or four or whatever, just sometime, please, we need him. I feel a lot better about the Panthers' chances in this series as long as they don't fall behind really early. And then I have to kind of talk about Eric and Mark Stahl a little bit. I still don't fully know why they're in the lineup. I'm going to be fully honest. Um, this isn't even getting into their Pride Night situation, which I tweeted enough about. Uh, I voiced my opinions there. You could go back and find my tweets uh, if you want to see how unhappy I was with that. But I don't really see why Eric and Mark Stahl are still in the lineup. There are better players on this team. I mean, take out Mark Stahl. You have Lucas Carlson absolutely tearing up the AHL. You have Mike Benning who could come in and do some stuff. Mark Stahl is a defensive liability. There's no reason he should be playing. Eric Stahl, I mean, you have your games every once in a while, but there's just other times when you're just really not doing anything. I don't quite know why they're in the lineup. Paul Maurice, I am asking you to please take them out. I know you won't because you really value your veteran leadership on this team. And... It's going to be a little bit tough to kind of win games with those two back there. Um, they're way too uh, – they have way too many penalties on this team. I feel like almost every game they're one of the first guys that gets the penalty. And penalties have been a massive issue for the Florida Panthers. Um, they're just completely undisciplined. They just head to the box way too much. And it almost all the time, it's just I keep on seeing it. Penalty leads to a power play goal scored the other way. Stop taking penalties. Eric and Mark Saul are some of your biggest culprits of that. They really should not be in the lineup right now. However, I know I'm going to see them tonight in that lineup, and I'm scared to see it. Um, yeah, just at least don't take penalties, please. Moving on, I want to talk a little bit about Paul Maurice and what I've seen from him throughout the season. I said there's a reason why the Panthers were an eight seed after finishing as the President's Trophy winners last year. A massive reason for that is Paul Maurice. When you change up your system so much where you go from a playing a style of hockey that is basically just flying in off the rush and scoring off the rush and getting high danger opportunities, you could basically score at will when you have the skill that this team had like they did last year. And then Paul Maurice comes in, changes up the entire system. Now you are basically spamming shots from the point, hoping for a rebound in front of the net, a redirection, just some crazy bounce that leads to something. Yeah, it works. Some players are scoring. However, when you need a crazy comeback, when you need a cardiac cat swim like we saw last year, that system doesn't work. You want to say you're playing playoff-style hockey, yet the defense has not been good. 
yeah, the defense wasn't great last year either, but it hasn't been much better this year. I don't know what type of playoff-style hockey I've been watching, but I don't think I see many teams win with defense like this. So, Paul Maurice, please fix it. I've been a massive critic of you all year wrong. Prove me wrong. I would love for nothing more than to be proven wrong to remove the fire Paul Maurice thing from my Twitter name. Please go ahead and do that. Fix up this team. Show me what playoff-style hockey is. That was the big thing when we hired you, was Paul Maurice knows how to win playoff-style hockey games, even though you've only won, I believe, three playoff series in your however long coaching career. Prove me wrong. Show me what you can do. Go out and beat one of the best teams ever. Speaking about the best team ever, you have the Boston Bruins. Boston has been incredible, both offensively and defensively. 65 wins on the season. Their goals against average is like near two goals per game, which is absolutely absurd. They just play incredible hockey. This was a team as well that I thought, if you asked me at the start of the year, I would have thought that the Panthers and Bruins would be switched places right now at this point of the season. I don't know if I would have thought the Panthers would win 65 games, but I think the Panthers probably would have been fighting for that number one spot in the division, and I probably would have thought Boston would be fighting for a wild card spot. What they've done this year is incredible. However, I'm going to make a take. All it takes is for Linus Olmark to have four tough games. Linus Olmark has been incredible. He will most likely win the Vesna Trophy this year. I think Boston is beatable, though. I Everyone just remembers Tampa Bay Lightning 2019, Columbus coming out, sweeping them in four games. Do I think the Panthers are sweeping the Bruins right now? Absolutely not. Do I think the Panthers have a chance to win this series? Absolutely yes. I think that if they can just score some goals... Play decent defensively. No, they got to play better than decent. But it's going to see if Matthew Kachuk, Carter Verhage, Alexander Barkov can kind of take over and just score goals. You need them to score a little bit off the rush, and you can play your cycle game, take shots from the point, hope for bounces in front. That's going to work a little bit, yes. It may work against Linus Olmark. The Panthers have had good success against Boston. We are one of only two teams in the league to beat Boston twice this year. It's us and the Ottawa Senators. Yes, one of those games was that crazy goal by Barkov with one second left where then Sam Reinhart won it in overtime. That was such an unbelievable game. I believe I did Snow Angels in the snow after we ended up winning that game. But we've had success against Boston in the past. We can do it again. The main goal is going to be just kind of getting pucks past Linus Olmark. It's definitely possible. The other question right now is Patrice Bergeron. Is he going to play? I've seen some stuff coming out saying that he may not be completely healthy. He may be sick. I don't know what he's dealing with. I haven't been paying a whole bunch of attention to Bergeron. I'm going to be fully honest. We are Panthers fans. I'm a Panthers fan. We all know Patrice Bergeron is playing. It doesn't matter how sick he is, how injured he is. He's going to play that game. Um, Panthers fans aren't allowed good things. We aren't allowed really to get breaks like that. That Tom Wilson not playing last year break was the biggest break the Panthers have really ever gotten, kind of. Um, Patrice Bergeron is one of Boston's best players. He's going to be on that ice right there. Hockey players play through injuries all the time. I it wouldn't surprise me to see me to see if Patrice Bergeron did come out injured and did um and played through it. So with that being said, I am looking forward to seeing how this playoff series shakes out. I am scared, but I am also hopeful and optimistic. I think that lots of things can go well for the Panthers, but they can also go oh so terribly wrong. This is a Panthers team that you don't know which Panthers team you are going to get on any given night. 
They could come out and they could get completely dominated or they could completely dominate another team. There's also the question of just getting goalied. Is Alex Lyon going to be good enough? Is Alex Lyon even going to be the starter? Paul Maurice has still not announced a starter for this team. Will Alex Lyon be good enough if thrown in there? Or will Sergei Borovsky be given the starter's net after because he's paid $10 million? Honestly, that very well could happen. It would be the absolute wrong decision because Alex Lyon deserves to be the goalie right now. You play the hot hand. Alex Lyon is the reason you are currently sitting in a playoff spot. He needs to be in there. Can Alex Lyon steal a game or two for you? That's going to be another big question. And if he can do that, then the Panthers have a chance. But at the same time, Linus Olmark can go ahead and steal games for the Boston Bruins. So it might get to the point where we are honestly having goaltender battles. I could very well see that happening. I think my stress levels would not possibly be able to handle that. But I think it is something that is definitely a possibility and could happen. And I don't want to see it. Anyways, am I going to give a prediction? Yeah, why not? I'll give a prediction. Um, I think the Bruins win this. No, no, we're, we're switching this up. I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. Panthers in six. Three of the games are going into overtime. Stress levels will be at an all-time high. But the Panthers are going to win. It starts with game one. They haven't won a game one since 1997. Let's see if they can finally switch that around. Going on the road to TD Garden is an unbelievable difficult task. But hey, remember that four-goal comeback in Boston a couple years back? The Panthers team knows how to win in TD Garden every once in a while. They could do it. Looking forward to it. Hoping that they can do it. And yeah, hopefully I've got another podcast coming out previewing round two and not previewing the end of the season. Um... But with that being said, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, let me know what you thought in my Twitter at or Twitter mentions or whatever, however you are listening to this. Um, go follow me on Twitter if you're not already following me at Miami Guy Dylan. And I just hope you enjoyed. Go Panthers. I'll talk to you all later. Have a good one, everyone.